Because I always tell people like, when I was trying to get on and I was just in the basement, and when you're in the gym and no one's in the gym, it's really easy to make shots. Yeah. <laughs> no one's watching. When I was 17, 18, 19, all the way to 23, 24, and I'm walking around like I'm fucking just the most confident person in the world, it's because there was no one to, to fucking say otherwise. Like, how did you get past all those rough days? Just seeing you in like music videos that you're filming yourself. Like, yeah. why don't people get through that? And how did you push through Well, that? because you, you know why? Because people want instant ROI. People want to go to the gym on Saturday and have a six pack by Monday. And if they don't, they get discouraged and they're like, well, fuck this. I don't have any placements. I don't want any. Yeah. I don't even care about fucking that stuff. I'm not you don't want it, them? But like, you definitely want them. No? Yeah, I'm not I'm not against it, but like You said it if Drake goes independent, the music industry is over. <laughs> but well, like Well, because yeah, I, I still stand Is there on a that. scenario for, for all parties where like it makes sense for everyone? Like the producer, the artist, the we'll say the engineers, the writers and all that shit. To have a music industry and like have it not fuck a bunch of people over. I don't blame labels for doing bad deals because they're not yeah. bad deals to the labels. Like true, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you knew everything you knew now, right? Yeah. And you could go back in time. Would you still do that same deal? All right, Russ. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> thanks for having me, dude. Thanks for coming on, dude. This, this is like. This is a manifestation at its finest, dude. Sick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just like out of out of like all the people that I fucking follow or, you know, I feel like you're just fucking up there. Just just from the whole not only music, but just like fucking just like the 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 belief system, just like all yeah. the stuff you, you believe in. It's just like the same it's almost like the same shit sometimes. Like all the shit I knew I just figured out. Yeah, but um, but you know what? Like after talking with you and hearing that element, like I respect that so much because I think that I don't think enough people uh, jump off the cliff enough and just say like, fuck it. Let me try picking up a video camera. Or, fuck it. Let me try being a DJ or let me try. Like, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I always, I always say like it, it, in order to figure out what you really like, you have to, you have to just follow your curiosities. Like, cause some people are like, well, I don't know what my passion is. It's like, start with where you're curious, you know what I'm saying? And then just like go there. So it was dope for you to, to hear you say like, you're just a curious person and you were just saying yes to everything. Cause I think that's the wave. Like I'm super, super for that for sure. Yeah. I think, I think what, what gets me is I just get fucking obsessed with things. Like, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I I find something and bite down and I just can't fucking let it go until Same, <laughs> until I bro. figure it out. Same. Or until I figure out I don't want to do it anymore. Same. Um what first of all, uh how did you find my YouTube channel? <laughs> so I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I'm not alone with people during this time of like 2 a.m. and you're just on YouTube, just like scrolling on my phone on YouTube. Yeah. And I and I like I go down the rabbit hole on YouTube quick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. Um, it's like I think I definitely just kept seeing your drip fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like mad times. That's amazing. <laughs> um, 
And then I was like, what the fuck is... But you know what? It worked because I was like, all right, what the fuck is this drip plugin? So I started clicking on your shit. I could be completely wrong if that was the discovery point for me, but regardless, I just started like binging all your fucking videos and I fucked with them heavy. The beats were were hard and it was just like... It was... I just... Bro, since I was fucking 13, 14 when I first started making beats, like that's always what I would do. I would be on YouTube watching people make beats. You do you remember a guy named Ryan Tedder? Not the one from uh from One Republic. But it was just like this, like this heavy set guy in his room just back in like 06, making the craziest beats on YouTube. And that's like I don't think I've actually ever even said this because it never really came up, but that was really my introduction to seeing people make beats ever was like Ryan Tedder, just this dude on YouTube. So I've always been a fan of watching people on YouTube make beats. And then like how you were doing, it was just dope. Cause you had like interesting videos to it. And like, you know, we made a song in 30 minutes and we did it. This, you know what I'm saying? Like the titles are stellar. <laughs> <laughs> the titles are real great. Yeah. Um, I remember, yeah. I remember you were, you were talking with uh, Ilmine recently about um, just like, what's the come up because like dude like i don't have i make it well known like i say it on my video or not on my videos but i make it well known like i don't chase placements i don't have any placements i don't want and yeah. i don't even care about fucking that stuff just because i just i mean that's you know it's not like I'm not against you don't want it, but them like, you definitely want them no yeah i'm not i'm not against it but like dude it's just like it's just like a waste of energy almost it seems like right now like okay like the fucking i feel like the game for producers in the industry is just fucking garbage like you guys did the math like three percent on a fucking you know it's it's like crazy bro it's it's like if you just build a fucking business and have multiple streams like i don't do any sponsorships i just like the drip plugin thing like that shit made so much money and now like i partnered with a developer now we have like three developers working on two more plugins coming out and it's just like it's, it's so just like hard. it's just like you know like producers are smart um about certain things like that and the thing that the thing that i can do that most producers can't do is you know be brave enough to like get in front of a fucking camera and look like an idiot for two years until yeah, you like yeah, yeah. that third year you like figure out how to do it almost but people like, people love that man like people really i always you know I'm a big advocate for vulnerability and just like being down to like look stupid, like you said, for, you know, however long, because the, the consumer, the regular person, whatever you want to call them, like they relate to that shit. No one wants to just watch somebody who's just fucking like, you know, there's no story there, you know, it's dope, bro. Yeah. But like, that's the, that's the thing that I dove into was like the marketing side and just like the building value to the point where it's like, when you do the math on it's it's literally like the shit like i want to do the music stuff i have a you know i have my own music out where i fucking rap and shit <laughs> like i have two music Amazing. videos that's I hilarious have, awesome i have like so i love doing that shit right now though like i'm just making music like i'll just wake up and make a song and just see where it goes but um like that's the so beats free. are way yeah the that's beats so are way free. better than the than the songs right now but like, Honestly, bro, that's how my shit was for 
forever. Like, yeah, I'm I'm always I always tell my boy like I just feel like we fucking me included like God like I wasted so many fire fire beats like a lot of my best <laughs> like a lot of my best samples and shit are from fucking like 2011 and 2012 yeah. when we had just started rapping and it just we just weren't that good <laughs> so it's like beat crazy sample crazy song trash <laughs> you know what mm. i mean it's like fuck but you know it's one of those things you stick with and if you love it then shit gets better over time it's just like repetition at that point but it's dope man i like just I, I i can like watching your videos is inspiring because i can tell it's coming from just such a pure place and just a yeah. free place of like i'm just down here making songs just yeah. making music you know what i'm saying there's no there's no stakes there's yeah. no stakes. There's no like, fuck, I got to follow up this single and I got to, you know what I'm saying? There's, it's just freedom, there's no dude. Stakes. Like, that's, yeah, that's, pure a, freedom. that's, that's where I've, that's like how I've made all my moves is just freedom, you know, like mm -hmm. fucking, um, there's a lot of like opportunities and little things that I don't even, you know, my, my girlfriend does all my emails and stuff now. And hey, that's incredible, bro. <laughs> That's so I a, awesome. I have a whole fucking dude. I have a whole team, dude, of like ten people, of like, like I'm paying out salaries every single month for like all this shit. Incredible. Like, Hell yeah, um, as you should. But like, we just delete all the sponsorship emails. Like, I just fucking tell it delete them, and I've been doing that why? for a while now. Now, why is that? It's it's like the stuff we were talking about. Just like, it's like the ownership thing it goes back to the ownership. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It's like when you really, when you really. uh calculated like long term seeing what i've done with this plugin and like two like a month before we were launching the plugin i was talking to a company about like a sponsorship like a monthly thing like four thousand dollars a month something at the time which i was like way a lot smaller so it was like about like a decent amount and then just seeing what we done with the plugin like our our plugin made a fucking million dollars in like four months what <laughs> just just from like just that's from like, crazy bro, <laughs> just bro from like, let's make a plug-in <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy dog that is a fucking crazy see that's what's so bro what's so ill about you is like you're an inspiration to producers on a level that's way more tangible than people who are getting placements because the average producer is not getting placements. You feel me? So, but the fact that you've been able to, from your own house and own room, build up a fan base by consistency and quality, and then uh, find another avenue to bring in revenue that still has to do with music. It's like, bro, what? That's your, your, your like real goals. <laughs> You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, because it's just, it's tangible. It's not, it's hard. Like, even though I wasn't like this, I looked up to fucking, I always thought I could be Scott Storch and whatever and yeah. Kanye West. But Same. the reality is it's like, you know, some kids maybe aren't going to be that, don't want to be that, want to just chill, want to like, you know what I'm saying? And, and your shit, you're proving that, bro, like the placement's not even chasing it. It can come if it comes cool. If not cool. But you can own your shit and you can have a fan base and you can make millions of dollars just by 
fucking being you. That shit is hard, bro. That's inspiring as fuck. What? I'm about to make a plug-in. Are you kidding me? <laughs> dude, I'm down, dude. A million it's... in four months? Are you on fucking crack? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, it's, it's so, like this. And, and like, and after you made the plug-in, there's no maintenance to it, right? Like, it's just like out in the world. Or is it like the, work well, afterwards? The, the, so, pretty much. But like the first, and like, I mean, it's the same thing with your music. So, you know, you know this side of it. But like, you don't even do anything. It's just, you know, it's just fucking, it gets delivered by itself. It's But the first week, you're fixing bugs. Like, there was shit we, right. it was a right. learning process of like bugs. Like, but, but like, after that like it just flows but there's are a you, lot of like are you are you partnered with like a youtube youtube company nah, dude, to blast the ads you just pay you, you just pay i did it all ads. myself i did it yeah, all myself you just pay crazy money for ads <laughs> That's it's fire. it's like it's it's not even about like um it's just the whole package dude like it's not even it's not the ads it's not the plugin it's not the fucking youtube like i had i just knew how to you know, I, I study fucking YouTubers just as much as I study, like, I study wow. YouTubers. I study fucking, you know, like, people who are running, like, billion-dollar businesses. And, like, that. that's, like, the, the shit I'm kind of looking at. But at the yeah. same time, you know, I fucking, music is kind of, like, the core still. So, it's, sure, like, I can't, sure. I can't stop fucking making music. And, you know, yeah. that, that, that's going to be part of it. But, you know, I, I've just been... I started off selling beats and making like, you know, started off by just paying rent and then eventually making a thousand dollars a week, just fucking DMing people on Instagram with like, this is like 2016. This is like, uh, I was using like, you know, fucking bots and shit to like contact people. And like, but all that got so fire. All that got shut down like, um, quickly, but, and then the YouTube producer space kind of started to, to blow up. But, yeah yeah it's it's just like you know the music thing has always been something that i wanted to do but i want to just do it myself you know what i mean i, yeah. I want to like my next thing my next thing is going to be like you know we have the plugins flowing i'm trying to have everything flowing like i can edit my own videos probably better than fucking vi- a lot of videographers Bro, that's and editors. like that's what i was gonna ask man like that's the thing that like when i watch even when I just watch people's like fucking TikToks <laughs> or like let alone YouTube videos, I'm like, this is incredible editing. Is it that like, is it mad hard and time consuming or am I just fucking just not, I'm ignorant to what goes into it? It's pretty time consuming, but like I was so, doing, yeah, I was doing music. I think too, you, you talked about this too. Like, how much, uh, not to cut you off, but how much time would you say it takes? to edit your average youtube video for you so i got to the point where i was doing it in fucking three hours but like that's just because it you know that's insane like a 12 minute like that's it's kind of like an insane thing where i got into a rhythm um but you know like i i have an editor now for the past like month or so but it's not because i can't fucking edit them it's because I know, like, if I want to continue to grow, I can't be fucking spending days editing videos and shit. Yeah, you got like, to delegate that task elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, um, makes sense. Well, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's an insane, like, uh, I don't know. It's an insane thing. And I, I want to, like, have other, like, I'll make songs with artists and stuff like that. 
but I just want to put it out. It's the shit you were talking about, like the numbers game. Like I want to put yeah. out a shit ton of my own music that's all all me and a shit ton of just like if I'm making music with other people just for fun, I'll just put it on my own, like kind of similar to like internet money, but like more like surrounding Kyle beats. Yeah, like, I really, yeah, yeah. I really like what fucking Taz did and all that. Bro, that's why I, I, so it's crazy. Like I went on a rabbit hole fucking binge watching of both y'all shit around the same time. I was like, man, these people are fucking crazy. Like I just like, I'm <laughs> like, man, y'all are just, I just love that shit, bro. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I started. Like um, I've told this story before, but that's how I started going full on focusing on beats is because this dude Taz in like 2015 was just like, doing vlogs this is when like the daily vlog thing was blowing up casey neistat and all those people like logan paul and shit and he was posting like daily vlogs and he'd be showing his fucking paypal he'd be just scrolling through his paypal statements of like oh i made three grand this weekend and i was like what the fuck like crazy because i because i was making beats you know for like the past three years just in college and shit and like nothing that's that's the beauty of it all i think you said this a, a while ago was like um you know, it took, it almost took you so long. So when, by the time you blew up, you were like, you were almost like ready for it. You're prepared yeah. for it a little yeah. bit. Well, so because I you think- had gone through such like, you go through so much along the way of like f- figuring out what doesn't work, figuring out what does work and just getting, getting your mind right. Just figuring shit out that by the time it takes you, it could take you 10 years just to get to the starting line. It feels like, yeah. but then like now you're ready to run the race, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to do that. And like, I would, I would love to fucking ever since I felt what it feels like to fucking even just openers DJing in front of 2000 people, that fucking energy was insane. So I was like, I can't imagine what the fuck it would feel like to be, to have all this be fucking mine and just yeah, go out in my own show. Yeah. So um, why not? Why not, bro? Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to happen. It's just like, um, yeah. it's just managing it all in, in the in the, in the the right way. Because, you know, fucking, it's it's good to have, like, the financial freedom to just do whatever yeah. the fuck you want to. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, what, what do you think it is that, like, you know, makes people not fucking, makes people chase the quick the quick bags or just make people not I, I always wonder what the fuck makes people like how did you get past all those rough days like i was looking back through all your shit yesterday and just just seeing you in like music videos that you're filming yourself like yeah because i've kind of been there where it's like nothing's fucking working like why don't people get through that and how did you push through? well because you, you know why because people want instant ROI. You know what I'm saying? Like people want, people want to go to the, it's the same reason why right now all the gyms are fucking packed because it's January and by February there'll be less in March because people want to go to the gym on Saturday and have a six pack by Monday. And if they don't, they get discouraged and they're like, well, fuck this. So it's the same thing with like anything in life. It's like, I had a lot of friends who put out one song and then we're like, it didn't blow up. I'm off this. Or they put out one project and it was like, nope, didn't blow up. I'm off this. And the problem, the root of that problem is attachment to results. And 
when you're attached to the results, you're, you know, you're fucking up um, the management of your own expectations because you're getting too attached to the outcome of something instead of just doing it because you love doing it. And whatever happens is whatever happens, but that's not what you were doing it for. That's why, you know, I'm very big on like the love of the game over the points. And I think a lot of people are playing for the points, you know what I'm saying? And, and so if you put out a song or you put out a video and it only gets a thousand views or whatever, it gets a number that you, you know, that was not what you wanted. You're going to get discouraged and you're going to be like, well, fuck this then. And you know, all these negative thoughts. And it's like, well, is that what you were doing it for? Like, cause I, I, I remember for me, I would put out a song and this is, Man, this is back in 2012, 2011, 2013. This is before like Spotify and Apple and yeah, all that yeah. shit. And we were just like, this shit was on media fire. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was like, <laughs> the landscape it was like, a, was like non-existent. Bro, almost, bro but... it was like, how many downloads did you get? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember getting a thousand downloads on like one of my songs called Goodbye. And I was like, I fucking told y'all, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, I thought it was the craziest shit, but it's like, I say that to say, no matter what the numbers were for me, I thought all my numbers were ill because it was just exciting to see anybody listening to the shit. And I wasn't even doing it for that. I was doing it because I love to do it. So I think a lot of people don't get through the rough days because they're attached to the results because those rough days are like, Shit isn't even working. I'm getting fucking 20 plays on my song. Like, this is some bullshit. And then they stop. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, do, I always do you think, think a lot of that. How, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Do, do you, no, do go you ahead. think a lot? Do you think a lot of that is because of um, other people's? I feel like a lot of people are concerned about, you know, what other people are thinking of them. Yeah. And how yeah. it looks to their family and their close friends and all that stuff. Yeah. And, for sure that's why it's it's hard bro at the beginning because yeah you're spot on a lot of times it's embarrassing you know what i'm saying like yeah you know because it's like i remember being fucking but i was like i was I, yeah i was gonna say do you do you have that at all like when you were fucking just putting out albums being a rapper and shit and not having yeah but you know what you, you know what i did a good job at was um minimizing the chatter and minimizing the sources of chatter. So yeah. ap- after I graduated high school, I like I didn't talk to anyone I graduated with, anyone I even went to school with, except for my boy Boogus, who that's like we locked in and created Diamond and and did this shit from the time like I've known him since I was 12, but we started this when we were 17. He had mm-hmm. the studio equipment in his parents' house and it started in my parents' house, and then we went to his shit. And like, that's it. It was just me and him kicking it every day for a decade. You know what I'm saying? So like, and he was the most, excuse me, the most supportive person in the world. And he was rapping for us before I was. And he's just like, put me on the books and all like, he was just the most supportive person you could have. And there was never any hesitance or any doubt in his mind or any like hating bone or any of that. So I did a good job at minimizing the chatter because there was not we were delusional. Yeah. We were delusional because it was literally just me and him sitting in his parents' basement making these songs. And we didn't have anyone around. We wouldn't allow anyone around, let alone anyone that could potentially be like, y'all are tripping. Like, what are you even doing? The only people who were around was family. And 
there was definitely moments of like, you know, I could tell, you know, maybe my mom and dad were like, uh, not that they didn't believe, but that they thought I should be doing things differently or whatever. But for the most part, man, like I just had such a, I just had such a, um, a fire and such a like point to prove to myself that I was right and that I am good enough and all these things. And like I said, and Bugis was the only other person in the shit with me and the only other person like around. So it wasn't hard to become very delusional with the confidence because no one was around that was saying, you can't do it. You can't do it. Cause we cut off all those people after high school. So people were making fun of me in high school for it. Like for sure. Where it was like, I remember like the, you know, those friends in school that you had that you didn't see outside of school. You just saw them in school. Yeah. <laughs> like those type of kids that would be like, Oh, so what are you going to be a pro- like, what are you trying to be like a producer or something? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just shit like that. And it's like, okay, fuck y'all. Like suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so after I graduated, I just, I, I cut those people off and that wasn't even really, an issue for me because you know I we moved around a lot and I didn't move to Atlanta until I was going into eighth grade so it's not like I knew those kids for ten years or some shit yeah so it wasn't yeah. it wasn't that difficult for me to cut that, off that that's something know? that I that's something that I just did just without even knowing was I always just liked doing my own thing so I fucking yeah. I have so many friends I know so many people but. I just liked going to my own fucking world. And there wasn't anyone else that was interested in like the shit I'm interested in just blasting beats and shit. I was like a fucking, I was like a college soccer player and shit. Like I was just playing soccer my whole life. And yeah, that was kind of it. And then, so you were, so you were just like locked in solo. You didn't even have, you didn't even even have that like one great friend who was also doing what you were doing type of shit. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't music. It was kind of just like, you know, like I, I was just a dreamer, dude. Like I, I walked into yeah. a room with my friends, and I would just have this fucking idea. Let's, let's, let's like, imagine if we did this and this and that. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just yeah. didn't want to fit inside the fucking regular ways. I, right. I was always attracted to like doing more. Like I'm gonna be rich. I, like I used to say, like, yeah, I'm no, yeah. I'm not gonna work for anyone. Like I was a, Hell I couldn't yeah. hold a job for like 24 seconds. Like. i just i just couldn't i just couldn't do all that shit and i don't think i was you know you you, we were talking about my my schedule where i wake up early i run i've been working out twice a day recently but like anyone who knew me anyone who knew me growing up like i didn't have a very good like work ethic at all like i was fucking sleeping the whole day lazy as shit but like i was just a i was just a dreamer and now i'm at the point you know when you get older and you're just like kind of more aware the older you get yeah no life a little bit more uh i feel like i'm just aware now and i i know like if i don't do these things and get the things like it's like happiness without fulfillment is failure you ever heard that quote wow that's so true though happiness without fulfillment is called failure and it's just like it's so true because if i don't you know do the things that I know I want to do, then it's just like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, so, nah, I feel the same way, bro. I always tell people like my whole, my whole mission is like, I'm trying to get out every idea I got while I'm here. I don't give a fuck what it is. Like I'm trying to do everything. Cause it's why the fuck not, bro? Why the fuck not? So I relate to that a lot, man. 
That's real. That's real. But yeah, I mean, it was, you know, me and my dad would get into it about music and shit. And, you know, he thought I should be doing things different or whatever it was. So like, there was definitely those conversations, but for the most part, it was just like me and Boogus in our own little world in his parents' basement, just making these songs, cranking them out. I mean, I was putting out fucking, you know, uh, three or four mixtapes a year that I was producing all of it. And, you know, I didn't know anyone. So it's like, we were just going hard. You know what I mean? And, I, yeah. And, it, and that's what it was. I think like the reps too, dude, reps are so fucking underrated. Like a lot of people will comment, like, what am I doing with all these beats? Especially like the years before all, like two years ago, like I'm just making beats every day. What am I doing with them? I'm not sending, I'm not doing anything with them. But yeah, as, as time went by, you don't realize how valuable like the reps are. Like you learn bro, one that's so little true. thing. That's you, so you, true. That's crazy, you learn, bro. You learn one new little thing every time you do something. Like even it's if you don't so realize true. it. That's crazy because I like so I've been I've been like training uh three times a week or like three to five, depending on like whatever, but with um like fighting and shit. You know what I mean? Oh shit. And it's funny because like the trainer just be saying the same shit. Like all it is is reps. Like he's like the only difference between me and you is a couple thousand punches. Yeah, you know, and it's so true. Like, but I never really put it. I never translated it to production. But it's like you're so spot on because it's true. It's like all the beats. I got so many beats. Every producer has so many beats that you're just sitting on, and you're like, damn, what the fuck was the point? And it's like the point was that you put in the work and you you got the rep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think, I think that's the thing that people don't understand but like you said it's it's a shame that um you can't you can't it's hard to possess the wisdom of a 28 year old when you're 18 yeah you know what i'm saying and so many people like hindsight's 2020 like you'll hear older people than 28 40 year olds 50 year olds be like if i knew what i knew now back when i was 28 it would be different so that's why I think the shit you have to rely on is the love for it and, and the, and just the confidence in yourself. You got to Like you got to at least just get to the next point. That's my whole thing. And that was always my whole shit is just like, man, I just got to make sure I keep going. So I at least give myself the opportunity to be better and the opportunity to learn and be like, damn, I'm going to do shit so much differently now, but I'm so glad I got to this point where I can be aware enough to be like, I'm not going to do it. How I was doing it two years ago. Like I was tripping or you know what I'm saying? Like, but you got to get to that next level. A lot of people just stop and they don't even know what could have happened. You know, what, what do you think you're like, what's your, what's your, what's your goal right now? Like, what's your thing that you're looking at? You're big. You're kind of like fucking big next two years. Domination, bro pure domination i'm <laughs> yeah. so fucking competitive i'm so competitive i can't even lie like i sit here and say the love of the game for sure i like i do it for the love of the game but i also want to fucking dominate everything yeah. like, you <laughs> what know what i'm saying mean? like just like i want the most number ones and... of all like, bro i want to be i want to be i want to have the most plaques i want to have the biggest shows i want to have the most money I want to have, I want it all. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I really do. You know what I mean? But I'm not willing to compromise my integrity to get it. So that's the thing that, uh, you know, makes it tricky because I could have fucking sold out a long time ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I refuse, like, 
I want all these things. Like, I want to go get, you know, four number ones at radio this year. I want to go get a diamond song. I want to go sell out, you know, Madison Square Garden. I want a Grammy. I want, you know, shit like that. But I'm not willing to compromise my integrity to get these things. I only can do it on my terms. And I think that's why, for me, it may be... Um, my shit since I got on has maybe been slower. The the I mean, all my shit has been slow. Some people think it happened mad fast. It didn't happen fast. It took me mad long. So my shit has always been slower. Like, even with my songs, I'll put out a song and I know not to even really give a fuck about what it's doing in the first couple months because my songs are always like these slow burns where like six yeah. months later that shit is doing something or six years. Like my biggest song in 2020 <laughs> was a song that came out six years prior. You feel me? So yeah. Um, my whole thing is just like, I just got to get there my way, you know, that's it. Yeah, you, I'm not, you were talking, you were talking a lot about like how, you know, fucking Spotify is like the thing now. Spotify is like radio now. And, right. you know, when you're signed to a label, you, the label can get to told no. That's what you've been talking about a lot lately. <laughs> right. Right. So like, would you you know, is, is there a scenario where you would ever sign to a label again? Or do you think that they're completely dead? Or what do you think? I, for, for me, from my situation where I'm at, no, it makes yeah. no sense to get with the label. Just because let's look at let's look at what a label offers radio. But I got that now. All radio is for the people watching that are going to see this shit. Radio is having the right person and money like when once you have the right person working your shit like you hire the right radio promoter and you have enough money to fund that and obviously the right song it's a wrap you know what yeah. i'm saying so once i crack that code now the shit i just put out with little babies the most most added song at radio that shit i didn't even i didn't have too many of those moments even when i was with a label you feel me so so radio debunked as far as like, oh, you need a label to do it. Uh, they offer playlisting, but they can't. Like we said, like playlisting, it's it's up in the air because no label owns Spotify, no label owns Apple Music. So the best they can do is they pitch. That's what they do. And you got to think, right? If you're if you're Atlantic, if you're Epic, if you're any of these labels, and Kyle Beats is signed to epic records and you got a song out that you think is fire and should be in rap caviar it's like cool epic is going to go to rap caviar but at the same time they have 20 other artists that want the same shit mm -hmm. so maybe you're not the priority because yo 21 savage is over there and, and he just dropped a song whatever it is you know what i'm saying so it gets tough when uh you know number one there's a lot of there's a lot of other artists that maybe the priority is and and like i said at the end of the day a label can get told no spotify can just be like no we're not gonna we're not gonna put you in this playlist and and that's just how it goes so you know they who, who do you label like who is the fucking like when you go to spotify what the fuck does that even mean like who do you hit up <laughs> it's just my like guy people that 
Carl Terry, I'm sorry for putting you on blast. I'm going to hit you up crazy now, but people already be hitting him up. Carl Terry is a really solid dude, but he he's a tastemaker over there, and he's dope. Uh, before him, it was Tuma Basa. Tuma is actually the one who uh, created Rap Caviar, um, like the name and shit. And so, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, all this shit is it's people. You feel me? Like behind everything is a human being. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Like behind everything you see is a human being. But Carl, Carl's dope. Carl's dope. Um, you know, Apple Music for like rap. It's like Ebro and shit. And shout out to my guy DJ Reflex. And you know, but once again, it's like just because I know those people doesn't mean that my shit is guaranteed in playlists. I put out, you know, I put out how many songs last year? 20, 30? I think one got in rap caviar or some shit like that. And I'm not mad at that because at the end of the day, I'm not entitled to be in rap caviar. That's not my shit. I don't own Spotify. I don't own rap caviar. So I can't sit here and stomp my feet. That's why when I see artists that are like, uh, they just come off entitled. Like they think they're owed certain things and this. It's like, I don't feel like I'm owed anything that, isn't mine. You know what I'm saying? Like Spotify at the end of the day is their own company. And if they want to put you in their playlist, that's on them. And if they don't, then that's too bad for you. But, um, you know, my only, my only thing when I, the issues I would have was when, was when you would get told certain things and this had nothing to do with Spotify or Apple. When you would get told certain things from labels, like, Oh, it's really a database type of uh decision actually no it's just an editorial based decision which means like it's just do they fuck with you or not and you can never really get a straight answer my thing was just like just keep it real if if, if it's like you need this amount of plays to get in to get in the playlist then cool make it that but don't tell me that you need this amount of plays to get in the playlist and then you get that amount of plays and then you're still not in the playlist now i'm confused because now you fucked up my expectations just tell me that it really comes down to do they fuck with you or not? It's that simple. Do they like the song? Yes or no? You know? Yeah. So. What would be like if you could choose fucking, I mean, what even is radio and like fucking car radios and shit? Like what? Radio is still, radio but that's now? what's, yeah, bro. That's what's so crazy. Radio is still so big. Like it's wild. I used to think that too. I was like, who the fuck listens to radio? Yeah. But yeah, but like, bro, so many just people. Like, is like, it like older people maybe? Or like, what the it's, fuck? It's older people and it's just like, I know it's hard to believe for people like us, but there's people who don't really listen to music like that. They're just like a casual yeah. music listener True. and like, the only artists they really hear are just whatever's on the radio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy to think because I, I know you're not like that. I'm not like that. So it's wild. Like none of my friends are like that, but it's a real community of people that are just like, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not scouring the blocks to figure out who's the next, you know what I'm saying? I'm not on pigeons and planes to figure out who's up next. Like motherfuckers are just riding around in their car to whatever the hip hop station is. That's insane. So it's a big, it's a, it's a really, really big community. And you can tell by the Shazams. Shazams is like, what radio fucking moves off of damn near nowadays. Like how your song is shazamming in the market has a big role in yeah. if you continue to get spins. So, but Shazam is a, 
Shazam's is a real thing though, because when you when you go see a song has a million Shazams, it's like, damn, that's that's when you can see that radio did some shit. Cause you're like, whoa. Yeah. So a million times someone was like, What song is this? That's because it was getting played mad times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all my songs I got on radio are the ones that have two million Shazams, a million Shazams. The ones that weren't on radio don't have don't have that, you know? Yeah. So, it's almost just about fucking swarming everywhere. Like bro, every... Omni, Om, omnipresence is the name of the game. Like, I'm just trying to be everywhere at all times, 24 fucking seven. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like ideally, I want to flip through the TV for anyone who watches TV anymore. And in every commercial and every show, it's my music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like that. <laughs> just like you, pure omnipresence. Are you like, I think I heard you talking about doing doing tiktok shit like 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 doing but like oh, do you ever and shit do, do you like um you know have you ever like taken the time to get like to to like fucking get familiar with the actual platform and like just kind of figure it out a little bit yeah i mean the my my thing with tiktok like i'm definitely on there a lot more than i used to be uh so yeah. i've like i've seen what works and learned what works it just doesn't match my uh it doesn't match it doesn't match me per se you know as like a creator yeah. i haven't figured out how i haven't figured out and not fucking i cuz i'm not doing dances i'm not doing fucking uh certain things cuz so much shit on there is so cringy and i'm just like so so yeah. like what yeah, I and mean, I don't dude, want like, and I don't want to be on there being a motivational speaker with the subtitles and the shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is like, like this is I don't like know. The, this is like the shit I'm fucking constantly fucking on, and just because like you know, there's not there's there's been no producers that are doing what I'm doing. Like there's a few, yeah. you know, there's there's a there's a YouTube producer niche that like started like tw like three years ago, and there's people, you know, I'm one of the people getting more views and couple of other people like simon Trevita, internet money and like getting a hundred thousand views a video type of thing so yeah you're almost like i've been one of the people that i've just been spearheading since it got started where there's like a community now for the past like three years on youtube so it's like a constant game of like okay how can i just like think of what people have not done yet and like yeah. spin it in my own way and that was my that was my first thing on TikTok too. Is like I was making TikTok content. I was taking what's the most popular fucking song. I'm gonna flip it and make it a remix and like that. Hard. That's what Is that I was working. Doing. That sounds like it would work. Yeah, it was, but it was just like it just I just wasn't authentic for me. I was like, it wasn't I don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. So so what I started doing as my YouTube videos got better, I would clip my videos in ways that made sense for TikTok. And because Smart. they were just entertaining clips, like I did it for like a little bit. And then one of them just went fucking just got like a million views. So now like it's just like some fucking Gary Vee type shit. Like someone just clips them all, all the good parts. And I just post the good ones. And most of the time, this is another incentive, just like a sign of telling me that I need to fucking make keep making music. It's just like yeah. a lot of the time it's when I have an artist here just fucking with me recording shit and then he records some shit and I'll build the beat around it even more. And it's like those little moments of like magic just go, people just fucking love that shit. Yeah, bro. Um, 
No, that that whole behind the scenes thing is, is the way. But it's like that's what I'm saying. Like we're just we're obsessive people because it's like, wait, new platform. How do I dominate it? It's yeah. like so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so yeah. ridiculous. But it's like, yeah, I mean, the TikTok thing. I just be fucking using it like Instagram because I'm like, you know what? I'm not fully tapped in yet. I haven't fully committed to like. Yeah, but you got a platform you know? though where you could do fucking anything and get views. Like nah, you but could not just... on TikTok. I be posting random shit sometimes. I should be doing nothing. I'm like, all right, whatever. But I also don't use it like that. So there's only like three hundred thousand followers and some shit like that. But yeah, I don't know. Like... But at the, at, the, at the end of the day, it's like <laughs> TikTok is TikTok is such a random thing because I've done TikTok. I always tell people this: like, I've done TikTok campaigns where I, you know, you put money behind it, you do this, influencers, etc., and the song does nothing. Yeah. And then the sh- the songs of mine that go viral on TikTok are just these random, like, I didn't spend a dime. They're just, like, random. I'm like, how the fuck yeah. is this? I've, like, I've si- seen- like, Psycho Part 2, one of my songs, has, like, three million videos made to it on TikTok. Because wow. some person <laughs> in the world took, uh, I guess, one of my performances where I'm like, three, two, one, she got me going. So-. And I, like, and that sound has like 2 million views I'm like what the fuck like I didn't even that's why that's why it's a testament to just showing up just show up just put the music out and in today's day and age if the shit is good enough and it's out for long enough someone's gonna sniff it out something's gonna happen a fan base is gonna emerge just show up you know Um, do you think there's a scenario in the music industry that would uh like makes sense do you think you know you said it if drake goes independent the music industry is over <laughs> but well, like because yeah i, I still is there a scenario that. for for all parties where like you know like it makes sense for everyone like the producer the artist the we'll say the engineers the writers and all that shit or is it just kyle people are just gonna always what, to go to go independent no, just like to 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 have a music industry, and like have it not fuck a bunch of people over, you know. Like there's only a, a handful, small percentage of people who are, you know, actually doing good deals and yeah. taking those as almost as investments and then blowing up and then you know doing. More I think shit from I it. think as long as the music industry is a business, as far as the labels, which it always will be, that's when you're going to get bad deals because it's a business. So I don't blame labels for doing bad deals because they're not yeah. bad deals to the labels like true <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. that, that's the that's the thing no one wants to talk about is like it's only a bad deal for you because you signed it. <laughs> but like to them it's a great deal that's, that's so business though you know what I'm saying? you didn't have to sign it that's business so it's like as long as it's that it's, it's just gonna be bad deals for artists but my thing is um Artists don't need a label. I think most artists are running after labels for the check. Art, labels are banks. You know what I'm saying? They're literally just banks. And they're loaning you your money. And I think producers are underpaid. I think um, I think artists get in shit deals. I think labels make billions of dollars a year. And they don't tour. They don't sell merch. They do not. So it's like that should just tell you that there's a ton of money in owning music. It's just a matter of who owns it. That's why I do think like, yeah, if Drake went independent, if a Kendrick was independent, if a J Cole was, it's like, yeah, because 
Drake and those type of artists are at the level where if Drake tonight posts a link for his album, that is all the promo that's needed. Yeah, just like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It'll, Bro, people will find it. It's 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 fucking it's forty nine ninety nine on TuneCore to distribute your album to all the stores. Drake could literally spend forty nine dollars on an album and probably make back like ten mil in a week on yeah. a fifty dollar investment. You know, and then yeah. you pay the producers or whatever. But it's like still, it's just you know. And like I said, radio, all that shit, you know, it, it, it just comes down to like a mentality, though, I think, like for me and, you know, for what you've said about yourself, like you like owning your shit, you like doing it yourself. And so do I. It's like a label is nice because you get to play with other people's money, even though it's really yours and you end up having to pay it back anyway. But they front the money. And that's nice because who wants to come out of pocket a hundred grand for this and a but it's like for me, I'd rather come out of pocket a hundred grand for a video, hundred twenty at radio, whatever it is, because at least I'm betting on the shit that I want to bet on. When you're with the label, sometimes it's like they're not gonna they're not gonna approve a hundred thousand dollar video for song number seven on the album mm-hmm. that isn't even streaming well. And you just want to do it because you're an artist. They're gonna approve a hundred thousand for the single, and it's like. Yeah, but can't we do this shit too? And it's like, nah, you know? So at the end of the day, I'd rather just be in complete control of what I bet on, you know? So why why do you think you why do you think you like um give so many so much support and so much help towards especially artists specifically? Yeah. But just people just to you know, why do you think you make such an effort to give out the information? You you put out a book. Yeah. And all these videos and everything. I Because I genuinely, genuinely like to see people uh, live up to their fullest potential. I genuinely do. I've always been like that. You can ask people from fucking eight years ago that knew me just locally. It's like, I've just always been like that. I've never had a jealous bone in my body. Um, I don't know. I'm just, people I would meet you know, I remember being in college at like Valdosta State, uh, and there was this there was this dude singing in the lobby with this other kid playing the guitar, and I was just like, "You're fucking incredible," and you got to come back to like Boogie's house and make songs and shit. Like, and I was just always keep in mind, I'm an I'm a producer trying to be an artist, trying to make it too. But I was always the first one to invite other artists into the group to make their mm-hmm. shit. I wasn't like, no, 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 I got to focus on me. Fuck y'all. It's like, <laughs> I was, I was just like, I'm, I've always been people's like biggest cheerleaders just because I get a kick. I get a kick out of, um, seeing somebody go from like doubting themselves and thinking something isn't real to seeing their like, dreams come true that shit to me is so fire and so you know and it's a big pet peeve of mine to see somebody with potential who doesn't have confidence it's like it bothers me and so i'm always trying to believe in someone for them until did you ever like my bad did you ever like fucking look at like what people did you look at from a almost like motivational standpoint did you read any books or what what did you like yeah. look at 
for all this shit? Um, yeah, so the shit that I read was really important. It was, um, that's really what did it. Uh, was The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. I read Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra, which I love, like, so, so useful. Um, uh, Magic Ladder to Success by Napoleon Hill. Uh, I haven't read any of those. To, oh man, yeah. you what? You would I have to get on those. <laughs> are you, bro? Your life is gonna change. Your life is for real. I read those when I was seventeen, and my life changed forever, like forever, bro. Because yeah, I don't know. Just you just realize a lot of shit, and so for me, before those books, I was still a big believer in people. But after those, like I don't know, I was just so sure of my journey and my vision that I didn't feel like. Put it like this, if like confidence and belief, I think I talked about this in my book, but if confidence and belief is like a cup and everyone has their own cup of confidence and some people has no liquid in it, no confidence in it. Some people's their shit is overflowing. Like my shit was just always overflowing and constantly refilling itself that I knew I could hand some out and never feel empty. And so I was always and still am just like, let me believe in you for you. If I, if it's like, if you don't believe in you, I got Dude, you. Don't even trip. That, sh- that shit almost you know gives I mean? me more energy when I do that for people. Yeah. That, like, well, I'm, well, you know, have you heard the quote? The quickest way to get what you want is by helping someone else get what they yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. It's so true. I, I Like I'll figure some shit out. Like I'll, I'll help someone. You know, I was helping my my videographer was here today and I was helping him just like fucking do some ad shit. He like wants to yeah. run ads for his clothing, clothing brand and shit. And I was just looking through it and like we were just looking at it for 20 minutes. And then after I was like walking to the kitchen and I just like realized some shit that I finally it finally took to this moment to connect some random fucking thing that I should be doing just right. from helping him out. Just I don't even remember what it was, but it's just but that's like, how it works, bro, because that like that's really that's really powerful shit to give to give without wanting anything in return is the real definition of giving so whether it's giving somebody advice giving somebody support like but that's one of the Deepak Chopra things and it just Mm. I'm pretty sure it's from that book where it just talks about um everyone you meet you should be giving them something yeah and sometimes that could just be a compliment or just good energy you know but just like, bro, because that's that keeps the blessings coming your way. It's like people who are stingy with their energy are not ever trying to show love to people, never trying to fuck with people. They're miserable losers. Their life sucks. They're miserable. They don't got shit going on for them because they're just like they're selfish people with their energy, with their love. Like it's you can't block that energy. Like if you're getting blessings and your shit is flowing, share that shit back. Give that positive energy. Give the love. Give the compliments. Get like, you know, that's just that's just how I move. So I've always just been, I've always been on that, bro. I get a kick out of seeing people fucking win, to be honest. Like, and yeah. there's a lot of artists and a lot of producers who can who can um you know who can back that up, man. I'd be I'd be going too hard sometimes. People are like, all right, chill, I get it. Like you fuck with me. you know what i'm saying but yeah man um do you feel like you can just fucking write anything down and if you want it you just feel like you're you're gonna get it you just have to fucking like time has to catch up almost yeah i've always yeah but but as of late um 
after like after like the fame hit and like mass negativity hit it definitely fucked in my head a lot like i think subconsciously i like the world started to get to me cuz the world wanted me to not like myself there was a big part of the world that didn't want me to like myself and was giving me all these reasons not to like myself and trying to convince me to not like myself and it was working because I was feeding into it, you know what I'm saying? And um, it got to a point, like, I got into definitely dark mental places where, because I always tell people, like, when I was trying to get on and I was just in the basement, and when you're in the gym and no one's in the gym, it's really easy to make shots. Yeah. (laughs) No one's watching. Like, it's mad easy. Like, when I was 17, 18, 19, all the way to 23, 24, and I'm walking around like I'm fucking just the most confident person in the world. It's because there was no one to to fucking Tell say you otherwise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in my own world. I had no fans. It was I had no fans, so definitely no haters and no. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as okay, now the arena's full and you got to make the shot, and people are booing and they're reminding you about your last game and how you fucked this up. And th- it's like, damn, this is a little bit trickier to hit this free throw. You know what I'm saying? So it Bro, started so to fuck with my that. head. Yeah, it's so it funny you said that. Because, like, fucking, when you you texted me or you hit me up, you DM me, um, and you were, like, you know, complimenting me or whatever the fuck you said. You were, like, yeah, uh, on, on what I was doing and, yeah, you know, like, saying, oh, uh, whatever, fucking gave me a compliment about right. my beats or whatever. And it's funny because, dude, I get fucking comments all day just from random kids saying that fucking I make horrible beats. But it's right. funny because, like, you know, I don't really give a shit. I'll just, you know, I don't really give a shit at all. But, like, it's just funny when that happened how it's just funny to make the connection of, like, okay, Russ is fucking telling me what I'm doing is sick and my beats are dope. And I'm right. I'm good at FL Studio, and then this fucking thirteen year old kid from Nebraska is telling me I'm way <laughs> overrated. <laughs> and when you go, if you if you like dive into it and go to their channel, it's just like you know the worst fucking beats of all yeah, time. Yeah, e- every time, bro. And anyone, any dude who's ever hated on me has a SoundCloud link in his bio in the worst songs ever, and it's like, yeah. and I can't, and I'm not even gonna hate on them because it's like. I was there too at some point. And and honestly, the comments about my music never bothered me. Like, because you can't convince me that my shit isn't hard. I've I have already crossed that point of no return. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I crossed that point of no return 10 years ago. Yeah. You feel me? It's more so like when people would make shit up about me and lies right. and like assassinations on my character and just integrity of my come up, just shit shit like that shit that I couldn't do anything about, I was like, man, this is crazy because if I come out here and try to defend the shit, it must be true. And if I don't say anything, it must be true. (laughs) It's like, God damn, bro. I want to slap the shit out of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that's what fuck with my head. But, um, the answer to all questions is gratitude. And that's what I've been on like the past fucking I don't know, man. Past six months, seven months, I've been trying to tap back into that and just like journaling again and shit like that. Just 
just just keeping a gratitude journal and and every day just simple shit bro uh you know grateful for the water i'm drinking that i have water that the air works that i'm you know that i'm free that my family's healthy and you know what i mean and and, and i don't know it's just like staying in the present moment because I'm, I'm reading this new book, this not a new book, but a new book for me called The Power of Now. Um, yeah, and it yeah, just talks about that. how, bro, it's so crazy. It talks about um, how like 90% of people's thoughts are destructive because they're either based in the future or the past. And it's so true. It's like I, for the past three <laughs> years, I spent all my fucking time. Fuck three years, fucking longer than that. I spent so much time either thinking about what I could have done differently or worried about the outcome of the potential outcome of what I'm currently doing or, or the outcome, like an outcome that I want. It's like, I was just never here. And I was telling my manager the other day, I was like, bro, I can't believe it's been five years since 2016 because 2016 to me feels like it was yesterday. Cause that's when everything started like popping yeah, off yeah. for me. And I was like, I can't believe it's been five years. And I was like, you know, what's crazy is that, when you're not present, it's as if your life didn't even happen to you because you weren't yeah. even there for it. And that's and that's what fucking woke me the fuck up. Like a couple weeks ago, I was like, I refuse to let the next five years go by as fast as they did as the last five years simply because I'm going to be more present. They went by so fast because... I wasn't even there for it. That's why when I look back and it just feels like a blur and it feels like, damn, that happened to me. It's like, cause I wasn't there for it. I was always thinking of the next moment and the next level. And how do I get the next? I robbed myself of the present moment. So yeah, I'm done pretty- with that shit, bro. I try to just stay right here, right now. And if whatever's going on over there isn't real, like, yeah, it's just not it's- real. That's like attached. Like the results aren't real. The outcome isn't real. The past isn't real. None of that shit is real. None of that shit matters. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a balance, dude. Like, fucking, I was just talking about this like today. Yeah. But like, I think I realized that like when my mom passed after three years of cancer, every single fucking day, me and my sister, like, I told you, I I was editing videos in three hours. That's because I had no fucking choice. <laughs> I had to, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I was posting videos every other day and from like my sister would go to work at 2.30 and then I'd be with my mom from 2.30 to like 1 a.m. And then the night yeah. nurse would come, I'd wake up and fucking do all the shit. But um, yeah, what the fuck was I saying? I you said it was, it was a balance. Oh yeah. So after all that shit was over, you know, and like, I fucking was living with my sister. I, it was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I never lost yeah. anyone before. And it was my mom. And then three months later, we moved here, we moved to California, got a house, fucking plugging came out and all this shit. And once I got to this house, I was moving every year for like 10 years straight to Florida to fucking yeah. back home. And then out to, you know, I started like an app at one point <laughs> yeah. and like we got like an investment to do an app in like 2014 or something like right before i started doing the music shit like the touring shit and then yeah. before that was college so i finally got here and i finally had a place without roommates and i just had a fucking house and yeah. i was just like i had to come to 
I don't know. I, I was thinking a lot about on my mom's like quote thing at her funeral. It's one of the lines on there was like tasks left undone must stay that way. And we picked out the quote, but it was just perfect. One of the wow. lines is tasks left undone must stay that way. And it was just like, it's crazy. Cause like, you know, your whole life growing up, it's just like, you know, we got to do this to the house. My mom went to college when she was 40 and like, it was, it was always just like, this has to be done. And you know what I'm saying? It was always just the next thing. So you develop yeah. that mentality. And then when she passed, it was like, well, so it was, you know, damn, like she didn't accomplish all she wanted to do because we wanted to do a deck here. Like we yeah. she wanted to like finish the kitchen and she wanted to do this, but it's like that fucking process was her life. You know what I mean? That process yeah. of chasing that next thing was her life. And, it's, it's almost yeah. like I real I had a weird realization um, of just like, dude, you can't lose either. You have to figure out how to learn, how to be in the moment, but you also can't lose the fucking chasing thing. Cause I see some people that I follow just randomly on Instagram who have some success here or whatever. And then they get so fucking one with the earth that they can't chase after anything because they have to enjoy the moment right now. Whereas right. like, if you play Grand Theft Auto or you play some fucking video game, yeah. Once you beat the game, there's no missions left, and you're just running right. around doing nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like, right? I don't know. I just that that was like a moment when I moved here, after all that fucking madness that went on for years. That I was. But see like, that that thing that you're talking about the the need to always have a chase, the shit that I'm starting to realize, is that. I think there's a real power in chasing the present moment. I think that is actually the thing that is always slipping away from us Yeah, is the present moment. Cause if I chase, there's like a quote, something along the lines of like the best way to prepare for the future is act like it's not coming or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's basically cause it's like, if I'm chasing after being as present as I can be, I know from a music standpoint, it's going to be the most pure shit ever because I'm not thinking about, is this going to work? What's it going to... I'm just making right. shit. If I can tap into the purity of the present moment to its fullest and I chase after the present moment, I know my future is going to be lit because I took advantage of today. The future is just a fucking reaction to what you did today. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I'm starting to kind of think like, man maybe what the fuck we've all been chasing or what we all should be chasing is the present moment because otherwise the chase never ends and you never feel content you never mm. feel satisfied because there's always something else to be done okay i went platinum now i want to be double platinum you made a million on the drip plugin okay but i want to make two million i want to make another plugin i want to you know and it's like <laughs> yeah and it's like and it's like it never stops. You know what I'm saying? And my dad told me when I was 15, like he said, you have a problem of being content and it's going to be a problem when you get older. He said, you're going to be the person who has 20 Grammys and is, and is pissed off that you don't have 21. <laughs> and he's so, and he's so right. And it's like, you know, it's a balance between ambition and gratitude. Yeah. You know, and it's tricky. It's super tricky. I, I, I've been trying to like, I'm, I, that's what I've been doing the past like month or so is really trying to figure out that balance because, you know, 
I want to just make sure I'm dominating the present moment and making the most out of it. And I feel like if I do that, everything I really want will come when it's supposed to come, you know? Do you think so, the pandemic has fucking helped everything you're doing? Like, and you were talking me, about how you would have been for me, yeah. touring half the year if it wasn't for the yeah. pandemic. Yeah, but honestly, um, 2020 was 2020 was like dare I say the best year of my life uh even though so much fucked up shit happened but it was the reset that I needed yeah and it's the first year of my life that I really took time to look at myself and modify and upgrade myself. And so, yeah, man, the pandemic was so necessary for me because it sat my ass down and was like, nah, figure your shit out. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's the shit I think about though. It's just like, you know, when you, when you have, like like fucking what did I, I i did that video with internet money and i did a few videos with internet money but i saw i it, saw when you put up to the house with uh cody and shit i watch yeah. all your shit bro i'm a nut oh, that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's insane but, uh, night, yeah <laughs> fucking you know fucking one of the comments was like oh damn kyle's about to get a placement now you know what i mean like that that's right. what's gonna come from all this is we did the best video ever. You know what I mean? Like made some sick fucking content, made a cool video. And like, it was just a, a lot of dope moments. And now, now I'm going to get a placement and get 3% of some random fucking song. It's just like, I just think of being in my, I just think of being here thinking and building, you know, let me ask you long- a question. Are you worried about, cause this is, a, cause I can relate to this. Are you worried that, if you get a placement, it's almost worried of success in a sense. Uh, are like you worried just that going to rob my shit? Is that what you're saying? No, no. Are you worried that if you get a placement, I get that your that your fan base and your core will actually look at it as selling out? No, dude. They they would fucking no? they would They'd be, be like super ecstatic. I think some of them, you know, some of them might be like, "Fuck, he's gonna stop posting videos now, and he's gonna." You know? Right, where they look at it like because what I've noticed, uh, there's a there's always a large group of fans that don't like change. They yeah. want you to be that thing they fell in love with forever. They want no yeah. growth. <laughs> they want you to be that thing forever. You know. If I was gonna so guess, dude, I feel like a lot of them would be like, "Damn, Kyle finally fucking made it." You yeah, I, mean? I would hope so too because. It, it seems like you're the. It underdog, doesn't feel like you know. You know what it is though, dude. It's like it's like you know. I didn't tell you the whole fucking story because I fucking said it a million times to my followers. But it's like right. uh, <laughs> I did. I was a college soccer player. Fucking, actually, I started making beats in FL Studio because my apartment got robbed at school. So my mom got Jesus. me like a two hundred dollar laptop. Um, started making beats FL Studio. The demo. 
and then whatever started an app a few years later because i was like just interested yep. in shit website and then i met up with this kid cam meekins through that shit and cam um, meekins holy shit bro <laughs> i remember watching his videos years ago yeah the white dude who'd be rapping he was from north somewhere north up north right he's from massachusetts from boston wow okay so yeah. he 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 like was gonna he was gonna invest in shit in the app type of thing like he was interested in partnering because we went on like Dope. a college tour this is like when instagram was blowing up anyways so i did all that shit with him and we were going on tours and the first time i went on tour it was like the fucking i'm this is it i fucking made it yeah. Yeah, i fucking yeah, yeah, did yeah, everything yeah. and i can quit right now like right and and like we did a lot of cool shit we also did a lot of shows with you know, where people wouldn't even show up, four people were there type of thing. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So it was a lot of just like, I couldn't even use a mic the first time I went on the stage. I was like terrified. So, wow. So I was just DJing, press and play, and all this shit. But after all those moments of just like becoming comfortable in that environment for like two, three years, you know, we're, we're backstage at the coolest shit ever. Like fucking G Easy was performing and Cam knew him so we were backstage and it was like i'm fucking lit like look at me i'm i'm crazy i, I kind of and then and then that added on to like the the app thing where we got like a hundred thousand dollar investment these people are worth like hundreds of millions of dollars we're having meetings with them it was like these weird things where like i kind of half got a fake record deal with the app thing yeah and i yeah i kind of because it was just a horrible you know they were fucking us over if that took off and then I kind of got to see the backstage, like I'm lit life. A lot of like these DJs just kind of live like this and they just wait for the next tour once the last one ends. Yeah. And it yeah. was just like this realization of like, this is, I do not want to do this. I just want to be in control of my life. That's crazy to have that level of awareness when, when that much of a tornado is going on. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? It. Like, I didn't hate it. I loved, like, when we had a good show and it was lit, that that part was fun. But 99% of it is not that. It's, like, other shit that I was yeah, not interested for sure. in. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. People don't know but, that, though. People think that just, like, touring is just, like, fucking, <laughs> it's just, like, arenas, pussy, and money. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's like, bro, that's two hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like, uh, yeah. That must be a lot, dude. Like you were talking about your vocal Touring cords are getting lit, fucked bro. up. Yeah. Like, my, yeah. Well, cause I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to sing. I don't know. I don't do vocal warm ups and vocal cool downs and, I right. should, but that's why, like, you know, I probably needed the break because my shit was fucked up. Like, at the top of 2020, my shit was fucked up. The doc the vocal uh, doctor told me if I was going to keep going at that pace, I was going to blow my shit out by the end of the year. So probably for the best, that tour didn't happen for me, you know? Yeah. Here's a, here's a good question I have. If you, if you knew everything you knew now, right? Yeah. And it was 2000. You signed the Columbia deal in 2016, right? The yeah. 50-50 deal. If you knew yeah. everything you knew now and you could go back in time, would you still do that same deal? Uh, 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you why. Um, one, off just the sheer principle that I believe that everyone's journey is their journey. And for me, when I'm living my truth, which I was, and when you're living your truth, what's supposed to happen happens. And, 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 that's, and that was supposed to happen. That was a necessary bullet point in the journey. And, you know, for whatever it's worth, I learned a lot about the music business. I learned... Um, I learned a lot about the music business and I met some, I met some people that introduced me to some people that introduced me to some people that I work with today type of shit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame myself for signing back in 2016. Like at the end of the day, Apple music came out in 2015. Spotify was not even lit like that. So there was no way to really, be able to tell like that you know that yeah. shit was gonna go fucking through the roof i was getting with them because at that time it was like man i need to level the playing field you know I, every other artist i look up to drakes and Cole, all these they they got labels and i was like i my whole thing was i wanted to get on the radio i wanted yeah. to just go next level so i was like oh well next level i'll go fuck with the label so i don't blame myself and yeah if i knew what i knew now I mean, yeah, it's easy to be like, no, I wouldn't do the deal. You know, I'd wait, <laughs> I'd wait it out. I'd invest in Bitcoin and Spotify. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whatever, bro. <laughs> My friend is. told me to invest in Bitcoin. And like, I don't do shit like that either. If you can't tell, like, I, I fucking just stick to what I'm good at. But yeah. like, he told me I like 41,000. Like, dude, you should invest in Bitcoin if you haven't already. And like, I just pretended like I did and it dropped to like 31 the next day. And I was like, right. dude, you fucking lost me 10 grand. I bought one Bitcoin. Ah. The fuck? <laughs> just because like, awesome. you know, he, I don't think it's just like talk. It's just something he didn't expect. Like, it was just like people yeah. were just talking about that shit. But. I fucking, I bought in at Bitcoin when it was like, not that early, but I bought in. My manager convinced me like four or five years ago. That's crazy. Do you, yeah. What, what like what like shit <laughs> what like shit are you thinking about um you know like looking at people like jay-z or kanye or whatever like what other shit are you looking at in the future to like build on because you already have the fucking music thing down i know yeah. you're fucking doubling down you want grammys and all this shit but like what other you know avenues are you looking at building businesses uh, or yeah so um i'm trying to expand into the uh i think the cannabis industry is like a super interesting industry and i like that jay-z made that move i think i think that makes it so that when other rappers get into the cannabis industry it won't look so uh just i'm a pothead and here's my weed i know it. yeah i know what you're saying yeah. You know, like Jay Z getting into it and making it like because it's Jay Z, it's boss it's bossy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so yeah, I like I like that a lot. I like I like um I was telling little baby this when we were shooting the video. I was like, bro, anything you naturally do, sell it. Yeah. That like that's what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I have fucking my hair is my hair every day. So naturally people oh every fans for the past four years, five years, what's the hair care routine? Drop the hair care. It's like they asked it so often that I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna give you what I use because the company that I use isn't mine. What yeah. I am gonna do is make my own and yeah. make sure and make sure that the products work and that it's incredible. XYZ. Um and then I'll and then I'll give you all the hair care routine, but it's gonna be my shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, just like anything, anything I start to naturally do, I just wanna fucking I wanna create my own version of it. Because like you said, at this point the music is down packed. Now I'm just having fun, like for real. Now I'm just like, why not, bro? Like, <laughs> like, why not write a book? Why not fucking sell wine? Why not fucking, you know, who fucking knows, bro? Like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll fucking enter into a chess tournament. I don't even know. Bro. <laughs> I've been binging chess so much. Like, wow, I, I just got a fucking chess board, actually. <laughs> so did I. So did I. That's hilarious. Yeah, so did I. I love chess. I love chess. I lo like, I don't know, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I try to just I, keep shit natural, you know, like whatever I naturally like to do, then I'll get into. But you're not going to see me just like in a commercial for like a Twix bar. Or something. Dude, I, re like I realized that as I was like, you know, making that fucking transition of I was about to do like a sponsorship because I wanted to try to, you know, make more money. I was looking at marketing stuff. I, yeah. I wanted to get the fuck out of my rent I was in, whatever. And I was going to do like this $4,000 sponsorship. And yeah. then I was putting out this plugin thinking like, you know, fucking, I, I didn't, didn't think much of it. I thought I was just going to do like a, like a couple, you know, like 10 grand or something. And like, literally in one day, it made a hundred grand that same day. In one day. One day made a hundred. Dude, like yeah, that's bro. I don't know how that's much is next cut out or not. That's, <laughs> that's next level shit, bro. It's like I fucking produced God's plan for Drake and collected all the royalties today. And I and I just put Literally. it out. And Literally. three days later it's a thing of the past and I'm working on the next thing. So that's like the freedom shit that that but like But see, I because you're now. selling you're selling what you do. Like you naturally make beats, so it makes sense. Like, all right, I'll give you all a plug in. All right, here's a kit. You know, like that makes sense. And that's why people are going to buy this shit because I always tell like, you know, I think a lot of Instagram influencers have a problem, have a problem with this and they struggle with this where uh, they blow up for their beauty and then they try and pivot, you know, and they're like, check out my song. And it's, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's, it's a hard transition because people didn't fall in love with you for that. Like every single one of your followers is there because of your beauty, right? You just now at a million followers said, listen to my song. And you might think because you have a million followers, it's going to work. But it's like, it's not that easy because your audience hasn't been trained to give a fuck about your music. They've been trained to give a fuck about your beauty. So same shit with like, with what you're doing, because your audience solely gives a fuck about you and your music. That's why someone with how many subscribers do you have? Four hundred thousand, right? Four hundred. 
450, so, I think. 450,000 subscribers, followers, but can make a million on a plugin. That's because every single one of those subscribers is interested in music. So when yeah. that person puts out something music related, it's going to work. Just like if you do you the know, math too, like it's not that much, like a couple thousand people buy something at 50 bucks, do the math. That's that's six figures right there. Literally, you know I mean? literally. So it's like, yeah, but it's like it, it, it's 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 creating an audience off your authenticity yeah. and off of your true passion and then monetizing it. And it's not hard at that point. It, it becomes tricky if you get famous for something that's not even you and then you start trying to go sell something else. And it's yeah. like, well, well, I thought this was you. And it's like, no, that wasn't me. I was finding myself. This is actually me. It's like, well, I don't know what to fucking believe in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, yeah. yeah. It, that's why it's like some of the shit, you know, like sometimes it's, it's not your time to fucking blow up or, you know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't want to yeah, blow up really for, for, for certain things like at all. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You really don't. You want to, you want to make sure that when the, when all eyes are on you, they're on you. Like the real you, not the fucking, not some other, not some underdeveloped version of you, you know? Cause then, like I said, you're going to have, you're going to have a hard time trying to make that transition to like get people to buy into your real self when we thought this was it. So, I mean, you know, like I said, you having 450,000 subscribers, but can make a hundred thousand in a day. It's kind of crazy. It's really wild. It's like, yeah, when you do the math, it doesn't take that many people to make a hundred thousand dollars. But at the end of the day, to turn to make way more money than you have followers is the wave. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot <laughs> when of you people said that, dude. Honest. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. like, just because, yeah. like, you, because I think you said have more money than followers or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of people like, are the fuck. opposite. A lot of people are the opposite. There's a lot yeah. of rappers and a lot of just artists and whatever who might have 10 million followers. But it's like, did you make $10 million this year? Yeah. If you didn't make $10 million this year, but you have 10 million followers, what does that even mean? That means that that means that they're not laughing with you. They're laughing at you. <laughs> you feel mm. me? Like, what is that then? You know I, think it goes, goes, I think it just goes back to the perception thing. Like, people would rather... What's the what's the thing? Would you rather have Would you rather have everyone think you fuck the goat or actually fuck a goat? <laughs> you ever heard that? It's like the same. I've never type heard of... that. Explain this to me. What does this even mean? Because like, I feel like both of those options were terrible. So what? Yeah, what it's like it? would you rather Would you rather fuck a goat or have everyone think you fuck the goat? Neither. What is? Why can't <laughs> I say like, neither? <laughs> why it's just I like it's neither? just like it's just like a saying, but it's like it's like the same shit. It's like a lot of people would rather people think that they're fucking, you know, doing something than actually do something. Oh, or, okay, I got it. Or the fucking I'm, the go thing is just rough to use as an an analogy is crazy but (laughs) i thought you might have heard of that dude no but i get it Uh, yeah no a lot of people would rather look rich than be rich and but then you know because then once there's eyes on you you get into that whole game of having to keep up appearances and you gotta now you gotta like if you're one of those artists who your whole shit was always in designer, always with chains, always in some crazy car. And basically you're just selling money. You're selling 
a lifestyle. If you were to go broke, which a lot of them did in 2020, shit is looking crazy right now because you can't come on the gram in just pajamas and looking crazy and whatever because you made it yeah. so that you made it so that your caricature of 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 what you like that is this overly opulent appearance and just wealth and luxury and it's a shame because you can't even keep it real yeah you've built your brand to the point where you can't keep it real if you are broke i was you I know was what just, i'm saying i was just then watching you, the then video. you go then you go then you go broker trying to appear rich when you are right. broke it's right. like crazy it's fucked i was just watching the video of you uh in rap uh whatever the fuck it was some t- t- title thing of you driving the 97 nissan oh the car <laughs> yeah you still have that car fun. yeah hell yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude hell i drive yeah. a i drive a my my car is fucking newer i guess but i drive a 2010 toyota corolla <laughs> and i just That's don't awesome. i just don't fucking go anywhere so I just like, what's the you point? You get coffee spending? every morning, according to your videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are older ones. Those are older ones. Oh yeah, you, you don't drink coffee videos. anymore. No, I make coffee. So that's, dude, I have oh. the best coffee on. That Earth. makes so much more sense. Why were you driving every day to get coffee? Just to get out of the house, or you didn't know you didn't know how to make coffee yet? Uh, once I got one of those like Chemex things, where it's like a, yeah. you know, what I'm talking about it's like a drip. No, fucking, I don't. Because let me, because let like me a, tell you something, right? Let me tell you something. You don't drink coffee, right? At all. Wow. I've had I've had maybe three cups of coffee in my life. Dude, like, dude that's insane, dude. You did like, not you what, seem like someone who's always drinking coffee, dude. Right, I know. So, like, <laughs> so my manager's a crackhead. My mom is a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? With the coffee. They're like, they like my mom, you can't talk to my mom until she's had coffee. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's one of those like my manager, Milan, like Milan will have three or four cups of coffee a day. Yeah, it's like, crazy. and it's like, it's wild because I'm like, I'm like, what would y'all do if you had to wake up and fucking power through with no coffee? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. everyone, everyone needs their fucking kick. Uh, I, I think I'm just fucking naturally turned. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm I always turn. <laughs> I always make it a point to like do my whole fucking morning before I do that. Like I'm already awake. Oh, really? I don't, I don't touch See, that. Now, shit. Do, do you like the taste of coffee, dude? I drink it black, but the, I, it's like an acquired taste, dude. It's like, do you like the taste of tequila? You know what I mean? But it's like, a, but you no. drink it. <laughs> See, but I drink like tequila. Wine. Wine, I, though, but anything I drink is to get drunk. I'm like, otherwise, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, but that's you don't like the th- taste of wine, right? No, but because I'm not drinking it for the taste, it doesn't bother me because I'm like, yeah, well, I'm trying to get from coffee. A to B. Oh, so you're you that's what I'm saying. So it's just like you a, don't, you're drinking it to get to a point B. Yeah, but when you so when you have that first sip of wine, right? fucking have that first sip of wine you're not drunk yet but you feel good after that just the first sip you're just like because you know you're closer to your destination (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's all it is (laughs) it's like the same it's like the same shit you it just it's like your brain just remembers the taste kind of fuck how how productive you were fucking yeah yeah yeah. while you drank it but the, the few times i drank coffee 
I was geek. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was I like, how imagine, do y'all? Dude. And what fucked me up was the crash. I was like, how do y'all do this? This is crazy. Yeah. Like, and then I understand the people who drink numerous cups a day because you drink that one at eight in the morning, but then by fucking twelve or one, you're yeah, fucking you sucking wind. And then you got to yeah. have another one. And then you have an espresso at night. It's like, repeats. How many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Let's be honest. Keep it real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. I like, I'll make like, I'd say most days. Because I'll do like, I'll fill the whole shit up with ice. And then do a half a cup. And drink it okay. black. So it's not like, when oh. you have like cream and like caramel fucking all this crazy shit right. in your coffees. People just suck them down because it tastes like it just tastes like sugar, but like yeah. I'll drink it black, so it's just like you're just it's like tea you're like sipping on it almost. And yeah, then I'll so drink you like, sip so you sip on it all day, or you have an afternoon coffee, a night coffee, like I'll wake up, do my whole morning, have a coffee, and then have like another one at like noon, and just and like then that gets you then, to eight p.m. and then you're like out, you're like fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, Pretty you're much. such an adult, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm dude, far from. I'm, dude, <laughs> fucking, what are you like? What What's your like? Do you try to eat healthy and shit? And like, what? How do you? Because you, I feel like we're similar yeah. in a way where you're just in your zone at home, fucking yeah. making music and doing your thing. Like, so I have you, a good situation here because my brother is a um, certified nutritionist and personal trainer. Yeah. So. And I got a gym in my house, like a crazy gym. Yeah, I, so, I built one in my fucking garage. Yeah, so I work out uh, it's usually at, at best six days a week, but sometimes I'll miss a day or two, so four to six days a week. And he has me on these meal prep things for the past, like, two years or some shit. I'm just not that diligent and disciplined with them. Like, I might have, I might have one of those meal preps, and then I'll order Uber Eats or I'll yeah. have two of them. And, you know what I'm saying? So, but I always tell them like for the, you know, I'm healthier than 99% of Americans. That's for sure. Yeah. I think what it was for me was when I started learning about the foods and like how it, and the workouts and the stretching and the running, like how it helps your body. Like once you learn about it, it's hard to like go back. It's hard to like not because yeah. you just, your brain just fucking feels like you're doing good shit. I, I love the running though, dude. The run that running changed my life. I used to. Hate I can't. Be, I can't believe you can do that. Run it. Yeah. See, I'm. So there. listen to. Do you ever heard of David Goggins? No. Oh my god, dude. He's like that. That's why I started like running. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he's like this dude who had like a fucked up childhood, just like a disastrous childhood, and then he ended up being like 300 pounds and then he went he was trying to get into the navy and then he like failed the navy he like barely got in he like lost 100 pounds to get into the navy and then he kept failing and kept failing over and over and went through like three hell weeks and all this shit he just has this insane story and he basically learned how to he was just so he was afraid of his own shadow which like dude i i was fucking a similar maybe not in the same way but like I was in high school, dude. Like I was, people would not fucking, people have no idea who I am almost like, yeah, same, that same, that they just don't even know that I have a personality. Like they don't even know I exist. Some of them. So it's like, it's like this thing where he just started callousing his mind by running. 
and like he runs like hundred mile races and shit now where he just every morning he 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 does like hundred mile weeks and he'll do like hundred mile races but you don't understand until like you 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 run and you do it enough to where you hit this fucking wall and then you keep you keep going past it and then you get to the point where you run the four miles and you do it or you run the 10 miles and then it's just like that feeling of accomplishment is like insane and just like the meditation that comes with it is like I don't know. It's like you're, you're like, it's crazy, bro. You say that. Cause I was, I, that was the one thing I could never running to me was so mundane, but my mom has been running fucking, you know, five to 10 miles a week since wow. I was fucking sit forever. She's a fucking stick. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like, she's, the, she's also super, super disciplined, like goes to jazzercise yoga, it runs five, like just always been very, very health oriented, but I never understood how she could run every morning, five miles type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just, a, it it's seems a, mundane to me, but I, I could see what you're saying. I could see what you're mental, saying. Mental, dude. It's just mental. Yeah. Just get, it's just getting over the walls. And it, it taught me because like I was saying earlier, like I was not a fucking, not a hard worker. But, but you were a you soccer just, player, so your conditioning had to be crazy at all times anyway. Like, yeah, you must have been running anyway back then. Yeah, but, like, it's different. Like, I could run on the field, and, and then, like, if – it's, like, it's like like you said, it's mundane. It's it's a mental test, dude. Like, I was physically capable, but, like, your brain, your brain is yelling at you to stop. It's, like, some shit, like, in, yeah. in music or whatever you want to do in life, there's always things that you don't want to do that come with it. And it's just like, it helps just the thought of that, the thought of like being able to break down those walls and just get to the, just finish those things that you need to do that you don't want to do. Did you, did you drop, were you doing it to drop weight or were you doing it to get in better shape or were you doing it to mentally challenge yourself or a combination of all three? I was just doing it because I thought it would be, I, you can't think like that at the start, though. I couldn't think like, oh, this is a mental challenge because the first time back doing it, it was fucking horrible. Like I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and I was like, I'm going to run. I'm going to start running. And then you run like a half a mile and you're like, fuck this. You just stop. <laughs> like, like, is that what you did? So you just stopped and went back. I stopped and just like was like, oh, I'm going to take a break. That was it's cold out. I was in Boston and then by the six months later i was doing that fucking run every morning but like way like four miles and now my run is insane because it's like hills and shit because i'm in california so it's like all fucking hills and dirts and crazy shit like that so crazy but... <laughs> incredible bro maybe i start running holy shit dude i would i'd recommend it dude i bring everyone that comes here like anyone i do a video with that visits me like we have a guest room like a producer or whatever that just comes and films with me and make me makes music every, every morning. If they stay over, I make them come on the run with me, like a three mile. Oh, <laughs> Christ. I, have, I have videos of them like with me, like just fucking dude. Some of them are like pissed because <laughs> I would be definitely pissed, but like also I'd be kind of into it to be honest. That's funny, bro. For how much? Yeah. Am I am I like holding you up, dude? Or like how much how much 
Yeah, Brad, well, I mean, no, hold on, but I think, I think, I think we, oh, we crushed our thirties, perfect, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah that's that's good. Okay, cool. Send but, me a pack of beats too, bro. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, dude. <laughs> the the only placement I'll get right now is is a is a placement on one of your songs, dude. That's yeah, well, do. my shit is just so easy because like we can make it tonight <laughs> and drop it, you know. Dude, we should do something more like fucking. I don't know. It'd be dope if we could fucking do something. I know it's a pandemic and shit, but oh, like, like content-wise, yeah, like film something. Like I don't know. Fucking send me some of your vocals or like fucking do a video together or something. Yeah, I'm iffy like, on the sending vocals just because I'm a nut about my shit. But yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, we can figure something out. But yeah, in the meantime, send me a pack of beats, bro. And this conversation yeah. was epic. I think this is gonna. I think this is really, really dope, bro. That yeah, I'm a, awesome. I'm a clip. You can't see it here, but it looks fucking fire on my on my thing. The thing I'm recording. Sick. So, um, Sick. fucking and. When is this gonna come out? ASAP, Mike. We're gonna get on it right away. Sick. <laughs> awesome. And I'll I'll give yeah. you a bunch of clips and shit if you want to post them for fucking. Hell yeah. Want to post them. Hell bunch yeah. Of fucking clips. I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna ask you too. I did a I did a video a while ago because i found like i found like a beat that you posted on youtube like 13 years ago <laughs> i was gonna so ask bad. You. those are like my first beats <laughs> oh man i, I left them up you. for a reason though yeah that's why i fucking kept all my dms to you because i had a hundred fucking dms to you and i was like Incredible. it's fine he'll he'll appreciate the persistence absolutely but, <laughs> but i was gonna ask you how you came up with the name uh dj ripley Oh, well, <laughs> worst. Oh, my God. I can't believe that you can't figure it out because I was just this little white kid in high school in 2006 making beats. And Ripley, believe it or not, was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, believe it or not, I'm making beats. <laughs> the worst shit ever, bro. But it was Unreal. like, I remember being in fucking high school, like just thinking that those beats were the shit. Yeah, dude, I was. Just you couldn't tell me again. any different. Like you couldn't tell me any different. Like even if you go back and look at some of those, if you look at like the videos that we were, because it was like me and my friend at the time, and like just like <laughs> it's fucking on, on on iMovie, like being like, wait for this part right here. Oh my fucking god! Did you? But I was like fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Not even, I was like, it's like fourteen. Wow. The, the funniest part was like all the comments you left to like everyone that's what i'm saying yeah that, that but like that should oh, that's what i try and tell people is like if y'all think i'm a cocky fuck now i was worse way back then <laughs> like this is me very calmed down yeah. i was a maniac when i was like no when i was nothing i was way worse that's amazing all right, cool. Well, just just send right. me, yeah, send me the pack and just keep me posted on everything, bro. I appreciate it. That was sick. So thanks for coming through, dude. Fucking absolutely I appreciate it. I know everyone's gonna fucking appreciate it and fucking yeah. Feel Hell like yeah. this is fucking manifestation. Oh, dude. By the way, I gotta tell you one more thing. Fuck, sorry. Go ahead. It, fucking uh. So you, my mom passed away on. This is a crazy fucking thing that happened. My mom passed away on. January 19th, 2020, right? You know, just wow. at the end of her cancer. And um, so you texted me 
that morning. And so the morning it happened, right? She, she passed away at 1230 Eastern time, which is 930 Western time. And fucking, I was telling Vanessa, my girlfriend, I was like, I was like something crazy. Cause we were just, we let off a couple balloons and stuff like these red balloons we used to always do. And like, just like we had her wine that she always used to drink for at night. And then like, so I was like, something's going to happen. Like it was cloudy. So I was like, dude, the sun, I was like, the sun's going to come up right at nine 30 or something. I was like, yeah. something, something's crazy is going to happen. And then you fucking text me at nine 24. Yo, wow. let's do the pop. Yo, let's do the podcast. And I'm just sitting Hell here yeah. like with the fucking balloon, like waiting for that. And I was, and I was like, are you fucking kidding? Cause you haven't, you didn't answer me in like a month. And I was yeah, like, my fault. I fucking... was fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't really care, but like, it was just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was just like crazy that like fucking it wasn't just like yo what's up it was like yo let's do the podcast like it yeah. was just like it it's just wow, like that's insane. fucking crazy bro but that's how shit goes that's how yeah. like that's that's how it goes man that's crazy bro it was a moment cuz dude you i fucking follow you more than like it it doesn't matter if it was fucking like drake could have fucking hit me up it's just the fact that i follow the whole like movement that you're doing was yeah, just man, like nah, so, i appreciate like, it bro that was super cool to find out for me because I was binging your shit without knowing you were a fan of mine. Yeah. So I was just like binging, you know? And yeah. then when I went, then when I went to DM you and I was like, oh, this was just super obviously meant to be because he's been super. Yeah, Hell oh, yeah, man. I'm fucking proud of you, bro. Send me a pack of beats. We're going to make a song. 